At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back, old school. Austin J. Foreman, uh, live from the uh, ticket studio down here at 1040 O Street. 11th and O if you don't want the uh, direct address. But uh, this is old school, brought to you by the Mercado. Certified Piedmontese, special ingredients and butcher shop. 84th and Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill. Every type of meat and every type of cut. Uh, definitely go in there, man. You got It's going to be nice next week, so you got to get, uh, get you some meat to uh, grill. Um, throw some steaks on the grill, so forth and so on. So... Uh, beginning the top of this hour, we're going to do our Big Ten picks, and then we're going to do national big game picks in the second one. Then we're going to put a bow on this bad boy and then uh, do uh, what we need to do after at 6 o'clock. So the first game, or we're going to save the big game for last, though, the two, the, the big game. But the, the first game at 11 is Indiana on the road at Illinois. Tom Allen may have had a career, or not a career, but a job-saving win last week against Wisconsin on the road at Illinois, who upset my man Pete J. Fleck. I'm going to go with, I normally would say Illinois. We're going to the Hoosiers? I'm going you with Indiana it? because this, re- uh-huh. this reminds me of Michigan State after the whole brawl with Michigan, guys getting suspended. Illinois had the... Big Ten West in their grasp mm-hmm. and laid an egg at home dealing with success. That Indiana defense with Aaron Casey, who should be the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year, they seem to found their quarterback. They got some inspiration on the road. They've been working hard. They've been close. I'm going with Indiana. I, I do like their quarterback. Yeah, I think they found something there. The win against Wisconsin didn't feel as fluky as I thought it was going to. Right. Um. Indiana played probably its best game of the year to do it, but there wasn't a lot there that I would say, nope, they can't do that again. Right. I'm going to go with Illinois, though. I think beating Minnesota, even if you know Brett Bielema owns that program in his time, was a big step for them. Illinois is desperate to get back in the race. They're not mathematically out of it yet. No one is. Um, they need this one. I think kind of like uh, Matt Rule saying about Michigan State taking Nebraska more seriously after a couple wins, I think Illinois... Put a little more into this one after sure. they saw 
Indiana take down Wisconsin. So I'll I'll take the I'll take the Illini somewhere right, close. I like that one. One on one. We're already not even agreeing, so it's all good. <laughs> we'll skip the next game. Mer- we'll, we'll we'll save Maryland, our Maryland against Huskers and Michigan at Penn State for the last two games. So after that, it's Rutgers already bowl eligible, going on the road to Iowa City two thirty. Um, Iowa just had a Iowa victory against Northwestern ten to seven. Now they're at home. Rutgers defense is always testy. Offense has kind of been sporadic. Special teams is excellent. Two teams that are just looking at, they're the same. I, this game might be like 3-3 three, three or 6-3. to three. <laughs> I'm just going to go with Iowa because they're at home. Mm-hmm. I think the defense, for, for a defense to shut down a Northwestern offense that had just put up huge numbers and to play with their back against the wall that many times and then to be at home, home field advantage, I'm going to go with Iowa, but this is not good. This, for a 2.30 game, which is a primetime game, even on Big Ten Network, this is probably need to be flexed to like 9 a.m., but <laughs> I'll go with Iowa. It's hard to pick against Iowa. I mean, yeah. they make a living down here. I mean, each week the over-under keeps creeping a point lower and a point lower, and they keep setting a new record. Um, I think I go with the Hawkeyes as well. Being at home is big, and I still just don't trust Gavin Wimsett. Yeah. I think he's the X factor, kind of like a Jason Bean is for Kansas. Yeah, Wimsett can be good. I just don't know if I trust him as a passer yet. And yeah. we know Iowa's going to be opportunistic. They're starting to get after the quarterback again. So even if I don't love Iowa's offense, I, I just think Wimsett gives it away one too many times. All right. No, right there, we agree. So we're back on good terms. Now the next game at 2.30 on NBC is the Minnesota Golden Gophers, P.J. Fleck, on the road. At the uh, Purdue Boilermakers with Ryan Walter or was Coach Walters, um, and Purdue's been playing better. Um, I think they gave Michigan a pretty good test. I think offensively, you know, Michigan's defense is one of the best in the nation, so they're kind of stifled. But I think they, you know, in the, when you turned on the game at the fourth quarter, they were going blow for blow with Michigan. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal: I think the physicality after playing Michigan hurts a team, especially when you got to tee it up against another physical team. I think P.J. Fleck has probably got the attention to detail back where he wants. Wasn't very happy after that game against Illinois. I think the Gophers are going to win at Purdue and win big. You mentioned the response to to Michigan. That's what makes Nebraska's win on the road in Champaign a little bit more impressive. Right. Um, Even if, you know, Nebraska would say they they didn't play its hardest. I mean, you still take you know, a physical toll when you play Michigan. So for Nebraska to go on the road and do that to Illinois, that's one thing. Uh, What does Purdue have to play for? Everything's still in front of Minnesota. I think they're upset with how they played last week, letting that one slip away. Um, Purdue is playing better, but I just think there's more on the line for Minnesota. I think they come out focused. It's going to be close. It's a Big Ten West game, but I'll take the Gophers on the road too. Yeah, I agree. I'm glad we agree. Here's a a tricky, this is probably the trickiest game out of all the, the whole, you know, slate. Northwestern, at Wisconsin, 2.30. Braylon Allen, I think, might probably be out for the rest of the season getting ready for the pros. Northwestern, they, it's like every other week that offense with Sullivan is going to be explosive. Explosive two weeks ago, not so much last week. Might be explosive this week. Wisconsin is still, re- I think, reeling from not having Braylon Allen. The mm-hmm. defense is opportunistic, not the same Wisconsin defense. Oof. And I and I you know what the Northwestern and the job that that coaching staff has done has been more than commendable and mm-hmm. and, and might be able to stick around uh, if they pull this one off. 
But in my opinion, I think Wisconsin holds 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 serve at home, and particularly the home field advantage. The defense will play better. I think the offense will play better as well. It will be a tight game, but I'm going to pick the Wisconsin Badgers. It's really hard to pick against Wisconsin at Camp Randall against Northwestern, but I think to a much lesser degree, we wrote Northwestern off exactly like we did Colorado. Year one, look at all the turmoil, all the tumult. What do those guys have to play for? It's on the table that they go winless. 0-12's on the table, worst team in their division. They're not playing like it. We know what Colorado's done, but Northwestern has been sneaky tough. Maybe we should have expected that from a program that does Always that been tough, yeah. year in, year out. That yeah, they lost you know the the heart and soul, the center of their program and heart and Pat Fitzgerald in a lot of ways. But the guys are still there. Uh, bowl eligibility still on the table for Northwestern. It's an yeah. uphill climb. Well, they got they got three winnable games. They do. So I probably give Wisconsin the edge just because it's hard to imagine yeah. Northwestern going up to Camp Randall and beating them. But that would be one of the bigger wrenches thrown into this Big Ten West race over the last three weeks um, that could really swing the outcome of who ends up going to Indy. So who do you got, Wisconsin? Yeah, I'll take the Badgers yeah. close. All right. Yeah, so then I'm sure we're going to be lock and step with this uh, Michigan State on the road, even though they just beat Nebraska. Hey, don't let them get hot. Watch it. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> At Ohio State, I think Ohio State does what it does, and uh, they're number one team, and they'll, they're just getting healthy. It seems mm-hmm. like they're getting better. Um, and if McCord can start to find some continuity against a tough physical defensive line, you know, they'll be setting themselves up for a pretty good battle against Michigan, but I'm thinking Ohio State's going to win. Hey, just don't uh, let the Heisman campaign starting from Marvin Harrison Jr. get in the way. Don't let it distract you. Heads focused, Buckeyes. Yeah, I don't think they have anybody that can cover him. (laughs) So we've got two more games left. The the signature game is Michigan on the road at Penn State. Obviously, there's a lot going on up there in Ann Arbor. You never know if there's going to be any ruling on whether Harbaugh is going to be suspended or not. You hear anywhere from suspended for indefinitely two games plus a hefty fine. You could not be bowl eligible. You just never know what's going to happen or if anything's going to happen. Um, Just a distraction, regardless of how mentally tough you are. It's a lot of energy going into things that doesn't have to do on the field. Penn State at home, the perfect scenario for James Franklin, right? You, you thought about going to Ohio State, this is your best team. It's still on the road with a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. After that game, Drew Aller has been phenomenal. And they're playing at home. Potentially, I don't think it's a whiteout. They don't do whiteouts in the, in the mid-morning. Do they, they don't. Yeah. Night games. But it's still a home game with your best team, one of the best defenses, want some get back from last year mm-hmm. with a team that is somewhat distracted. And a little bit of a wounded duck. And Michigan's on the road. But I'm going to pick Michigan. Here's why I'm going to pick Michigan. For whatever reason, I think they have all bought in on being the bad guy. They're fake tough guys, but they're bad. They're <laughs> playing the bad guys. And I think that they're going through the turmoil earlier in the season makes this just par for the course. They haven't had a week off, nope. right, of you know questions and having to answer stuff. I think they can run the ball. I think their defense will stifle Penn State, and I think they do enough with J.J. McCarthy explosiveness-wise in, in the QB run game and the pass game to score enough points and win this game on the road at Penn State. Penn State built to beat Ohio State, who is running that division for so right. long. It worked out in 2016. They've given Ohio State some good games. Michigan, especially over the last few years, has had Penn State's number. Uh, even if it's been close at halftime, Michigan's pulled away. 
you know, having the signs as an equalizer, we can't pretend like Michigan is just going to stop using them. <laughs> they yeah. already have them. They're going to put them to work. I want so badly to take Penn State. I was so in on them. I loved their two-headed monster running back. I loved that defense. Yeah. Um, I'm a big Drew Aller guy, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they just haven't won that game that makes me be confident in picking them. So as much as I want to, as much as I feel like this could be the one, it, it always could be the one for right. Penn State. So I and begrudgingly, James Franklin. Could yeah. be, it's, he hasn't had a signature victory. Not since 2016. Yeah. yeah. So I begrudgingly take the Wolverines. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just wait and see. You know, you know, you talk about Penn State two-headed monster running back. You got Potts, who transferred in from Minnesota, who is a, is a thousand-yard, previous mm-hmm. thousand-yard, the third, third, yeah. third back, just the ones to be close to home because he's from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So it lets you know the depth that they have if they get into a uh, – Three yards in cloud of dust. Uh, cloud of dust battle. Now, if Wisconsin on, had pots, they'd oh, be sitting fine. I mean, they yeah. had Allen, but he's hurt now. Malusi's been out for so yeah. long. They're down to RB three. If they yeah. had an RB three like Trey Potts, right. they'd be fine. They'd be fine. Yeah, and that's just not normal for Wisconsin because no. they just get guys that can tote the pill just off the tree. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So, the game uh, that's really important for both teams, right? Maryland has reeled ever since of the letdown and getting beat by Ohio State. They they lost the next week to Illinois. They just been on what a four game losing four in a row four in a row. Mm-hmm. They are reeling and they come on the road against a team that in Nebraska maybe let themselves down. Um, you know, obviously it's, it, it's no fair dodging, but the, you know they lost Ohio State, barely lost to Illinois. Got the they pretty much got the brakes beat off them against Northwestern. Maybe just didn't take them. Made seriously. it close late. Made it close late. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like a what they call it backdoor back cover or yep. something like that. And then Penn State really torculated on them. Now you're on the road against a team that is going to be upset in Nebraska. How they played in the, in in having pride about themselves. Um, I think I'm going to pick Nebraska because I think that defense is going to be out to prove something. I think the crowd is going to be raucous. I think they're going to be looking forward to this. Um, I think, and then also I think this is going to be the game that the offense kind of gets out of his own way. And, and takes advantage of Maryland's aggressiveness on defense because I think their defense is kind of like their offense, boom or bust, mm-hmm. right, where they take a lot of chances. Now they'll get some tackles for losses, but then in the run game will give you tons of lanes. We've seen that last week against Penn State. So I think Nebraska wins, and that's who I'm picking. Right now, I'm siding with the Terps. Come back tomorrow, come back Saturday. <laughs> May will be siding with Nebraska, but right now – um, I have more questions than I would have thought about Nebraska's past defense, um, especially with DBs. I think Quentin Newsom's going to be fine. Hartzog is trending toward being back. How does he look in his return? Safeties are still working their way back into it. Omar Brown's been solid. How much Marquise Buford do we see? Phelan Sanford, Isaac Gifford in that um, kind of rover spot. What does he look like? But three of the top eight passing combinations, Taliotek Valoa and his top three wide receivers, yeah they're tough to stop. They got plenty of weapons. I like Hemby. His numbers aren't 
you know, jump off the page yeah. at you, but I still think he's a darn good running back. Um, and Maryland's looking at this as their chance to get right. Right. I think from the the outside, you would say two of their losses are defensible and two of them are, you know, they were upset. You lose to Ohio State. You played them tough, but they right. pulled away at the end. Uh, Penn State was, you know, not that big a deficit all game. Um, but then the loss to Illinois really puzzled me. And then Northwestern to be down two possessions that late, score yeah. that late touchdown, a little surprising. I think Maryland looks at this as a, a get-right kind of day. The conditions should be good enough for um, for their passing attack, not All have right. to worry about it too much. And it, I, over 2,000 2, passing yards for Talia already, 21 touchdowns is impressive. Seven picks, he will give it to you. Right. But I don't know if Nebraska has gotten enough pressure consistently to make me think he will on Saturday right now. Yeah, I mean, it'll be just a, it's going to be a defensive battle. Nebraska's defense, you know, are they are they able to keep them under 31 points? That's what they score mm-hmm. generally every game. So keep them out of explosive plays and, and keep them out of the end zone. And I think Nebraska's got to get 30. Right. 30 is the number that I start feeling to, pretty good about close it. Close to 30. If, because... Nebraska, if Nebraska scores 30 points with the way that they play, Nebraska wins by two scores. It should look like Purdue right. if Nebraska hits yeah. 30. Yeah, so if they do, then they're there. So uh, that's our predictions. We, uh, we're we going to keep going here uh, because of we still got some time before the break. So you asked me during our break about my main man, Layton Kiffin, <laughs> about the $40 million lawsuit filed by a player. Uh, essentially, the, if, correct me if I'm wrong, the player took a two-week break for mental health. Lane Kiffin had reached out to him periodically. He ghosted the coach, and then he came back, and Lane was not very happy. And in the uh, the almost old Miss former former old Miss defensive tackle Desante Rollins, um, recorded him. Obviously, he didn't tell Lane that he was recording him, um, and Lane kicked him off the team, and uh, you know for you know not being accountable essentially of not returning a text message, not returning a phone call. Um, you know, the choice of language was not, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you know, very uh, nice. But, you know, to be honest with you, from 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 a coach's standpoint, at that point in time, you're you, he obviously, I think, Lane, now here's what I do know about Lane. Lane was reaching out to him just to check on him. I do, I do believe that. Right. And uh, any coach would be frustrated and depends on what time of the – the season or whatever the dynamics was outside of it. This would have been in September. Yeah, so the, 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 the conversation would not be very pleasant if I didn't hear from you in two weeks. That's in, that's anybody. And, you know, he chose to kick him off the team. And, and you know, maybe it was because of what was talked about before being recorded. I just don't like somebody recording a head, head coach without him knowing. I think that's unfair because – First of all, the whole conversation isn't there, and you don't know all the facts of how much they tried to help him, or, or all you know all that. Mm-hmm. It, it'd be different if, from what this is saying, that Lane said, "No, you can't have two weeks off when you need a mental health when you have a mental health crisis." I don't think that was the case. Um, it's always a you know the one thing about especially this is what people also don't understand in the Big Ten, it isn't a year to year contract on your scholarship. Down in the SEC, it is. Every mm-hmm. year, essentially, your scholarship has to be renewed. You don't know if there's prior disciplinary actions, right? This is not going to bat for Lane. This is just playing as devil's advocate. It'll be interesting to see what happens. It'll be interesting to see how this affects this game against Georgia. And this is where the lawyers get really um, 
strategic on when they release it, right? Mm-hmm. Probably some probably some conversation before about a payment or what we're going to do prior. Settlement of some Settlement. sort, yeah. Told you to go fly a kite. The big, This is the biggest game in Lane Kiffin's career because if they win this one, they're right in the college football playoffs scene. Mm-hmm. And this is the this is this is if he wins, this is verifying the pay bump that he got, and he didn't go to Auburn. I think it was mm-hmm. last year, yep. right? And so there's a lot on it personally for Lane. Now, look, Ole Miss isn't going to fire Lane, but again, you you know he's prideful. He wants to you know get Ole Miss back to what he thinks he can get, and this comes out, and there's no right time for it. It but it's the time is now. Um, you know, I'm sure you know Desanto Rollins does not feel good about you know getting you know getting having his business out there. I'm not sure if he's playing anywhere right now. Um, it, it, it's not a it's not a there's no a win, there's no winner in this situation. It's very unfortunate. It really is, and for all those reasons you mentioned, but I also say this about Lane. Obviously, you you know him, but at least from again the outside perspective of think about Lane at. USC and at Tennessee, he's, you know, coach's kid. He's flying up the ranks, getting some jobs that maybe other people wouldn't have at a young age. Right. He fails very publicly, gets left on the tarmac, you know, not, not too long ago, this day in history for Lane to do what he did to go to the, you know, Saban rehab school, be offensive coordinator, get another head coaching job. I feel like Lane Kiffin, at least from the outside, again, kind of matured, took that step forward, learned some lessons and was putting them to use. And I think the, initial reaction from some people would be, oh, he reverted. Yeah. He's back to, you know, trying to be a tough guy. Uh, you know, he's not handling his stress of Georgia week well, yada, yada. Um, again, but without knowing the context, it's hard for me to say that's the case. Lane did a lot of image rehab, necessary or not, right yeah. right or wrong or not. He did. So, like you said, strategically for this to come out during Georgia week. Yeah. Obviously, beating Saban, yeah. his mentor, who gave him another chance, would be big. But he worked with Kirby. Yeah. Let's not pretend like oh, this yeah, isn't they, a measuring they, stick they, game too. Yeah, they had some battles in practice. I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you about I'm gonna tell you about uh let's just call them prideful offense and defensive coordinators. You have a couple practices when this they get off script or there's success. There's some John going back and forth, and it wouldn't say hatred, but there's some animosity. Some and, ego. And, some ego. And that's <laughs> what you want. And this is they know each other. They've battled each other in practice. Lane wants what Kirby has, which is two national championships and and essentially a, a strong mm-hmm. chokehold on the SEC. And Kirby wants to keep Ole Miss down right where they where they think they should be. Mm-hmm. So this is a this is a benchmark game for both of them. If you're Georgia, you want to show, listen, we're still dominant. We're getting there, but we're you know we're we still, still got the, we still got it. Haven't gone anywhere. Um, and so, you know, like I said, it's just unfortunate all the way around. Um, you can see it from both sides. Um. I don't think Lane was dummying down the mental health crisis. Maybe his use of language and not being very empathetic. But then, uh, you know, at the at, at at the time it was being recorded, you okay, we can agree with that. That that's the thing I'll say too, real quick, is that you don't like Lane being recorded. I don't either, right? right? I mean, some things, some conversations just need to happen in that room. Right. Kind of like what a, what Bielma did. He made a statement on Michigan today when he was asked about it. The way Brett Bielma presented it didn't sound the same as the reports coming out of the coaches only meeting. Right. They handled it in private. You get a sense of what went on, but you don't know all the right. business. Now this business is being aired. Even if it's, you know, legal, right. one party consent state and all that. I still don't like the move, but at the same time, Lane, you've been a head coach for how long? Like, don't you just kind of assume? Yeah, assume the worst. I mean, if right. you hadn't, if you had, if I mean, there's talk about the numerous times they've reached out to him 
and with no avail, you probably assume that, I guess, you hate to assume a player on your team, regardless of the situation, would come in with an agenda, but maybe you have to do it to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. See, and then, you know, for me, at first, if say if you walk into somebody's office, they look, we have a no cell phone policy. Put your cell phone in the, you know, dish, right? Mm-hmm. No recording or whatever, or put your leave your bag outside. Now worth you have to now because he has to protect himself. Um, so it, you know, or do you get to the point that every you know conversation is recorded? Then now, if I'm talking to you about something personal, now you have record of it. So I don't like it, you know, either way. I just think it's yeah. unfortunate. Um, probably from both sides. Probably when you sit back and look at it, it could be record, it'd be uh, no, not recorded, but dealt with differently. But here where we are in this time, and it's unfortunate for Lane uh, because I think this is a tremendous opportunity for him. I uh, won't be his last, but you know, obviously with a big personality and being old Miss and all that, um, is just not you know a good time. So. Uh, that's my thoughts on that. Along with Austin, we're going to take a break. Then we're going to pick. We're going to come back and pick some more big games, regardless if they're the teams are ranked. Because look, we got ranked teams against unranked teams. You got Miami going against Florida State, right? So essentially, Florida State's number four. They got to stay on path. Miami wants to beat them up. You got Arizona against Colorado, which I think is a sneaky good game. You got Louisville against uh, Virginia. So you got a ton of really good games. You got Tennessee trying to trying to get back right against Missouri, who could sneak in there mm-hmm. and sneaky good, uh, you know, and mm-hmm. be a top 10 program. Plenty to talk about, plenty to pick. Jay Foreman, Austin, we'll be right back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.